Hi, I'm Marlo, founder of Marlo's Bake Shop. And I'm Kellen, founder of Kellen's Kitchen. And together we are sweet and salty. I'm in the coconut, she took a bowl up, she put the lime in the coconut, she took a bowl up. Marlo's dancing over here. I am swaying. Um, do you like coconut water? I drink coconut water on occasion. Do you like lime in your coconut? No. I, I don't think I do either. I don't know why Harry Belafonte would do that. No, me either. But um, coconut water, essential for hangovers. It does work, actually. Um, I guess it's like similar to the Gatorade concept. Yeah, no, electrolyte, sugar. Yeah, it's pretty effective. Anyways. Coconuts are magical. Coconuts. Coconuts are magical because they're so versatile. I don't think you realize how many ways you can actually use a coconut. Oh, please, tell me. Well, okay, so backing up, coconuts are part of the palm family, which makes sense. Um, <laughs> and when you say coconut, you can be referring to the entire coconut palm or to the seed or to the fruit itself, which is not a nut, despite its name. I would, I would say that's a, a misnomer. Um, it's a droop. What is a droop? I don't know, but it's, it's spelled <laughs> D-R-U-P-E, so it's not a nut, but it is an allergen as okay. of late. So some people are allergic to coconut, apparently. Poor people. Poor people is right. Yeah. So it's, um, I thought this was fascinating. The term coconut is actually from the 16th century, from Portuguese, Portuguese, that was Spanish, Portuguese. and Portuguese together. Um, the Spanish and Portuguese word coco, which means head or skull, because there's three indentations on the coconut, mm -hmm. and um, that resembles facial features. And so they saw it, and they were like, yep, that's a skull. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And a bowling ball. And uh, maybe, like, for babies. <laughs> it's not the right size. Wait, but so why are coconuts so versatile? Why are they so magical, you or, mean? Sorry, well, magical. Because you can kind of use the entire fruit or nut, if you will. Like, you can use the exterior... Um, and you get oil from the kernel. You can actually make charcoal from the hard shell. You can use the husk and like make clothing and stuff. And then obviously you can use the the meat and the oil for cooking and cosmetics. And like, so I mean, how do you use the oil in your cooking? Do you use the oil? We use, yeah, use the oil. It's a nice, um, healthier alternative. But I actually use it more for flavor. I use the flavored kind to kind of um, infuse that nice coconut flavor into certain foods. Yeah, so you can get um, either virgin coconut oil, which means it hasn't been deodorized, or you can get deodorized, which means it's not going to make everything that you prepare taste like coconut. Yeah, fun fact, you know that most of the movie popcorn is made from coconut oil? I didn't. I would think it'd be made from, like, Butter? peanut oil. Butter is way too expensive <laughs> for movie theaters. <laughs> no, I would think, like, some really cheap oil. Like, maybe even, I guess they can't do peanut oil for allergies, but maybe, like, sunflower oil? I don't know. Coconut oil. Wow. Coconut oil. Learned you something. Yeah. So, <clears throat> what dish is in your repertoire that um, you cook with, like, the scented, if you will, right. coconut oil? Well, a lot of times we just do veggie stir fries in the more Asian scape, but um, I have a really kind of more upscale one um, using scallops. Ooh. Do you say ever say scallops? <laughs> what did I just say? You said scallops. Okay. I say scallops, but some people say scallops. I think my mom says scallops. Mm, no, East Coast thing, huh? I don't know. It's, if it's like a tomato-tomato thing. <laughs> scallops. Anyway, um, so you're, tell me about your more elegant scallop dish. Well, coconut oil has a higher smoking point, so it gets hot, and so it's really acts really well to sear a scallop and it imparts just okay. that really nice subtle coconut flavor so what does that mean it has a higher smoking point it means the oil gets hotter before it smokes Bef okay so like you don't want your oil to smoke 
Correct. Okay, because that means it's Like olive it's oil has a lower smoking point. So you wouldn't want to like pan fry something in olive oil? Well, you do pan fry things in olive oil all the time. <laughs> but this allows you to get the oil really, really hot. Okay. To get that really nice crust on the scallop while keeping it perfect inside. I like perfect inside. So if it's smoking, does that mean it has carcinogens in it? Like the, you know? No, I know. I'm just trying <laughs> not to chew you up. Um, all right. So what do you do with your, your pan fried scallops? Oh, real simple. Just salt, a little bit of pepper. Okay. Afterwards. Before you, oh, oh yeah. after. No, pepper after, salt okay. before. Um, oh, get that why? crust. Just get that crust. Oh. Pepper burns too. Okay. And true. then real simple. Just have it seared off, mm -hmm. um, cook it gently. Okay. And then I top it with some uh, lemon risotto. Or oh, I that sounds Put the enough. lemon risotto underneath the scallop, I should say. Can you, I'd put it on top and underneath. Yeah, there you go. Just and spoon, then you it, in, the spoon it in your mouth. Then you're like, it's like, surprise, scallops exactly. here. <laughs> um, how do you prepare your lemon risotto? Just traditional risotto fashion. I'm pretty sure we have a podcast we on it. We probably do. I mean, the recipe will be on the same, <laughs> but do you like take forever to do it? Well, you have to. That's yeah. That's risotto. That was the first meal that um, Vince made me when he tried to entrap me when we first started dating. And I was like, wow, he can cook. I was very impressed. But it was not the first time he made it. That was, you know. Nice job, He Vince. was well practiced. So I think actually, though, when we think about coconut, we think more in sweet terms. Coconut has a, a strong place in the dessert world. It does. I, You know, on top, within... Around, around cocktails. Coconut. Yeah, and I feel like coconut is one of those polarizing things where um, people are either like, I love coconut, give me all the coconut, or they like bite into a Russell Stover's coconut truffle that's in their Valentine's Day box and they're like <laughs> spitting it out because yeah. they hate coconut. You know, the coconut truffles never lasted well in my yeah, house. Yeah, I don't mind them. I kind of, I'm a fan. Anyway. You um, like everything sweet. I, I like everything, period. <laughs> so... I'm not picky. So um, coconut milk. I mean, I, yeah, coconut is going to show up in baking. A lot of times it's the flaked or shredded varieties. Um, right, crusts. Yeah. But you can also, as I said, it's, it's such a versatile nut or fruit. Um, it's actually a fruit. It's uh, it's also got the coconut milk, which is um, from the interior of the fruit. Right. And that's a really creamy, thick substance you can get it in cans mm -hmm. um typically you can get it sweetened or unsweetened i would say just get the unsweetened so that you can control the amount of sugar in your recipe um and we have a really banging coconut creme brulee recipe what yeah so i am sure you're probably familiar with creme brulee it's the, that's my favorite yeah it's the custard that has that nice kind of crispy hard shell top from sugar from sugar that you're mm -hmm. gonna blow torch which is so much fun it is fun and um, so this one uses just some unsweetened coconut milk some heavy cream a lot of egg yolks to get that really rich um, custard. And then some sugar to double up on that coconut flavor. You're going to use a little coconut rum, so like nice. a Malibu. <laughs> Do you have any of that in the back of your uh, Do you ever closet? Do from... <laughs> No. I, I know you're lying. I, <laughs> I mean, I probably am lying. I'm sure I've drank Parabé in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, if there's any sitting in the back of your closet from when you were, I don't know, 16. Um, Not judging that. if you still drink Malibu. Not judging at all, but don't do it. Um, and then just some vanilla extract and salt. And it's it's pretty much like any typical creme brulee recipe. Um, you're just going to incorporate the coconut milk and the coconut flavors just as you would a traditional dairy milk here. But it is a nice way to sort of swap out a little bit of that dairy milk if you have a lactose-sensitive friend or you're just trying to go light on the dairy. Yeah, I believe you can also adapt the recipe for vegan and use coconut milk. Uh, right? Yeah. 
I don't know, actually, <laughs> if that's true, because there's so many egg yolks in this. No, but you can find an adapter. Oh, you absolutely could find it online. You can find anything online. But use the egg yolks. Yeah, but then the fun thing about this one is you do a little toasted coconut, some shredded on top with sugar, and you kind of brulee that together with a blowtorch. So you get that kind of, you get a little bit of a chewy texture from the bruleed uh, coconut, and then you get that crispy shell from the sugar. So it's great. And you can buy a blowtorch at... Um, hardware stores. Hardware stores. I have a really old one that I just have no idea how to get rid of. I don't even know so its protocol. call Marlo. Call me if you need a blowtorch. Seriously. So we actually just kind of had to digest on blowtorches for a second. It but... is, I mean, it took a while, but we're back. <laughs> we're going to move back to coconut cream. Yeah, because coconut cream is pretty similar to coconut milk. But that's what I mean, coconut, that's what I meant, well, coconut actually, milk. Actually, you can get coconut milk now. Like Trader Joe's has coconut milk. It's I don't think it's quite as creamy as coconut cream. So you're right. I think they're two different things. Okay. Maybe well, like fat level. Anywho, um, we're back to risotto because why not? Savory. Savory risotto, not um, sweet risotto. Yeah, so kind of a fun, different recipe for risotto. Not to go with the scallops. It's a completely different dish. Scallops. Scallops. <laughs> um, when making your standard risotto... Um, Usually, if you make it right, you don't have to add any sort of dairy to make it creamy. But to make it kind of fun and a little bit more um, pan-Asian, if you will, um, yeah. I, f I finished my risotto with um, a couple tablespoons of coconut cream or coconut milk. Um, like, what and, other flavor notes do you have? Well, I was just going to say oh, that. so before I rudely interrupted you? Yeah. Okay. It was actually kind of pretty basic because the coconut milk or cream is very, very strong um, and very rich. Um, but to kind of balance out that really creaminess and sweetness of the coconut, um, I added um, crispy prosciutto. Oh, yeah. So you have the salty, sweet, crunchy. Mm -hmm. You have the creamy. I would like that right now. Savory risotto. Yep. Uh -huh. um, and then can really balance out the dish paired with a piece of fish. So, okay. And if you want to go full circle, you can take that fish and crust it in coconut flakes. Oh. So you kind of like bring, it, bring it back in there. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any sort of like acidic element or you just do like full on creaminess? I always like adding some sort of citrus zest. What would you, oh okay, so you do so, like a zest in this case? Yeah, lemon, lime, lime and coconut. Yeah, lime and coconut, up. right. <laughs> that does sound delicious. Do you still use like a broth at all for, during the cooking process? Yeah. Okay. You just use a little bit less of it. Would you use like a fish stock? Would you get a little crazy? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Not super strong because coconut yeah. and fish mm -hmm. is kind of a... Right. Competing backbone. That's true. Okay. What fish would you pair with the risotto? Mahi mahi. Oh, that sounds nice. Halibut, if you want to go fans. Something like white. Yeah, definitely okay. white fish, not salmon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Something tells me you came hungry today. I think I come hungry every time. I'm just always hungry. <laughs> yeah, well. Anywho, so. Bring us home, Marla. <laughs> have you ever heard of ambrosia salad? Uh, are you kidding me? But I think, like, it has a bad rap. Like, I think ambrosia salad people associate with, like, grandmas from the 60s. No, it's in every, like, old school deli. And it's super scary looking. It is very scary looking. I mean. Like jello. Like jello yeah, salad. It's, oh, that's even scarier looking, actually. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think the problem is that most of the ingredients, it's like, open a can of this. Then open a can of that. Yeah. Then open a can of that, and then open a bag of miniature marshmallows, which is why I was always actually kind of drawn to it. Um, it kind of looks like a mini marshmallow shrimp that's salad. What it is. <laughs> Have you ever seen those mini shrimps? It looks like those little shrimp salads, which is kind of gross. So traditional ambrosia um, is a fruit salad, and it's got sweetened pineapple, some mandarin oranges, mini marshmallows, and then coconut, which is you know how we we got here today. Um, <laughs> 
you can always use fresh fruit, but I think what I'm really going for is telling you about the idea of an ambrosia cake, because when you think about putting all of these elements and sort of elevating them and making them more sophisticated and putting them into cake form, it's quite a beautiful thing. And um, this is not my idea. This is Melissa Clark's idea from the New York Times. She's got a lot of great, great ideas. Um, but you're going to make, <coughs> excuse me, traditional white cake, but in this instance, you're going to use a lot of different coconut elements in it. So you're going to use unsweetened coconut milk. You're going to use coconut oil as your fat. You're going to use virgin coconut oil in this case. So you do get a little bit of flavor. The whole um, tree <laughs> is going into this cake. Kind of. And then you're going to use a little bit of coconut rum as well. Um, nice. So rum can sometimes take the place of um, vanilla extract, but in this case, we're going to use vanilla extract and rum. Um, and it's just, or you can use coconut extract if you're trying to keep it nice and virgin. Um, and then you're going to add in a filling for the cake. So this is where things get a little crazy. You're going to use clementine juice. Um, I guess if you had to use orange juice, you could. But try and find some clementine I juice. Mean, you can juice your own. Lemon juice. Um, and then, you know, kind of standard other stuff <laughs> for cakes. And then you're just going to decorate it. You're not going to get, like, bananas and actually put bananas in your ambrosia cake. But you're going to just do clementines on top and then some unsweetened, or you can do sweetened coconut that you've toasted up for the top as well. So you're taking some elements of the ambrosia salad and you're putting it into a cake. Trust me, if you guys are confused, you're not alone. <laughs> I mean, not trying to like undercut you here, Marlo. Yeah, but sure. You lost me. I mean, I'm just saying, there's a cake opportunity for coconut, aside from just your standard coconut, coconut cake. cake. Right. Although no, that I is understand. delicious. It is and delicious. And beautiful. So, so. Um, anyways, you can find um, these recipes on our websites. Sweetandsaltypodcast.com, yep. marlowsbakeshop.com, kellenskitchen.com. Yep. You can also find um, our new product on our website oh. in September. Product that is made. Plug. It's a sweet heat double chocolate chip cookie, and it's made with coconut oil. Oh, um, so, yeah. Just going along with the theme. But do do leave us a review on iTunes. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to see me knock open a coconut, I'm sure there's something on Food Network on my website. Oh, there you go. What would you use? Like it was part of the cutthroat kitchen. Did you? But I mean, how'd you get it open? A mini axe. Oh, you, you just had that in your back pocket? No, they gave it to me. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Stay coconutty. <laughs> Kellen. We're going to get Marlo some food or some a food. cocktail. Yeah, both. All right. Peace out. <laughs>